Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How is long? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what, what, what seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the, in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? We ate two before we nursed. Delicious, Laverdius. Shit, I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. And just like that, we are in the second hour. You are watching, you are listening to something called the Barbecue Central Show. This is a show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. Only the highest items of importance are covered here week to week. Live, we're doing it live Tuesdays from 9 to 11. We'll do it live. And then, if you can't make it live... The show is also being recorded audibly for podcasts. First hour will go up here a little bit later this evening. Second hour on Thursdays, and I'll tell you about Friday here in a second. But if you're looking for a video archive, know that Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch automatically archive as soon as the stream is ended here this evening, and then you can go back and watch it as you see fit as many times as you want. No limit on that. By the way, show originating from the city, USA. Cleveland. So to come on the show tonight, the Embedded Correspondents and I are putting in a new class of the Barbecue Central Show Guest Hall of Fame, and I'm looking forward to that. Don't forget, you can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Snapchat slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook and Twitch, where we say good evening to those of us that are watching on those streaming platforms. Also, there is one on YouTube slash rd rempy where there is also quite a robust chat going on and as i am perusing some of the comments here mostly dealing with show topics this evening although not always somebody had mentioned about a beer being cold earlier during the stephen reichland segment and some other nonsense a little bit earlier so i would say right now 80 20 where 80 percent of the comments have to do with something related to the show 20 percent nothing to do with the show at all and that's the beauty of the chat roll and that's where it is on youtube so if you want to watch it there and take part in that chat roll that's the place to go we're also audibly live on clubhouse as well so if you'd rather not see any of this and just use theater of the mind that's where you want to go download the clubhouse app look for me search me on clubhouse i'm not exactly sure how you do that but you'll find me and that's the only thing it says barbecue central show live on the date that it's live I think there's replays there. I don't know how to work it. It's really not something I'm overly excited about, but, I mean, we have it. Johnny Maggs is in the – he's my most loyal clubhouse member. Thank you, Johnny. But he's probably busy doing nonsense, so that's a way he can fit it in. Puts the ear pods in, listens to the show through clubhouse. It sounds great. I know that. And then he can do whatever else he's doing in New Hampshire. Who knows? getting ready to do mail tomorrow, psyching up mentally. 
Episode 248 is coming up this Friday on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less, taking you back to September 15th, 2015, seven years ago, over seven years ago, featuring me, as in no guest, just me talking about a story from an event back in the day called the Danville Barbecue Festival. This one, of course from back in 2015. And I'm not going to ruin it for you, but let's just say this. Firehouse Barbecue, someone named Mary Berry, and a flying brisket. Also, the cops were called, and that's just where I'm going to leave it. Is that not enough for you? Is that not enough to fish you in and entice you to tune in to the best moments of the Barbecue Central show if you missed it? Firehouse Barbecue, Someone named Mary Berry, her name, (laughs) a flying brisket, and the cops were called. If you're not hooked to tune in on Friday, I don't know how to get you more jazzed up to make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast feed. Now, I will say this. There have been a number of times on this show where something happens over the end of the week or the weekend, and it is hot. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's sending me links. Everybody's adding me on social media. Did you see this? Did you see that? Everybody's talking about it. And I try to make the interview happen for those types of things for the next show on Tuesday, for that next show. And most of the time, the people that I'm trying to get on the show are too embarrassed to come on and talk about it. So for those of you in the future that might be doing some really dumb stuff as it relates to live fire, get over yourself. If I call you, if I send you an email and say, hey, heard you did some dumb stuff, I want you on the show so we can talk about it. Come on the show and do the interview. It'll be your biggest punch up to date. And why not ride the pop a little longer by doing the show? Everybody wins. Remember. If real celebrities can do some of the stupidest shit ever and they're out of the news churn within a few days, you can certainly come on my show and live it up for 20 more minutes because once I'm done with it, unless A, you've done something highly illegal and B, you are facing real ass jail time, when I'm done with it, it's done with. Let's agree to finish it on my show. Deal? Good. Glad we could agree on that. Now, don't forget, if you want to hear a guest or a segment again that has been lost in the archives, send my pal John Solberg an email. He's the EP of the show, J-O-N, at thebbqcentralshow.com, and he'll do his best to meet your best moments in 10 minutes or less expectation. Upcoming shows in October include visits, filling in for Malcolm Reed because he's going to be at a sporting event. Mark Williams from Swine Life Barbecue. By the way, I'm not necessarily finger on the pulse of the competition community as I had been in years past, but I do follow Mark and he is winning at a pretty incredible rate and winning some really high level competitions. How about uh, Praise the Lord out there at 17th Street Barbecue? That's a huge event. It's a two-sider Uh, MBN and KCBS turning in within half an hour of each other. 
very arduous, and Mark did really well. I believe he won the MBN side and finished reserve on the KCBS side. So incredible contest. We'll get the whole recap from him next week as he fills in for Malcolm Reed, which I love when he does that, when Malcolm can't make his monthly segment. Then, of course, saying the cooking guy is in. Jess Pryles will be in in October. Leonard Batello from Truth Barbecue, who we time-zoned out last week, will load back in again in October. First-time guest Aaron Huntelman from Go Big or Go Barbecue will join the show in October. Ryan Zabril, the owner of Pits and Spits, the aforementioned Pits and Spits, as I was talking about it with Derek Riches, joins me. We'll be talking a lot about that hybrid cooker that we mentioned during Derek's segment. Brian Halasinski. Halasinski? I don't know what his last name is. Halasinski. Let's go with that. He's one of the creators of the Turbo Trusser. This thing is incredibly popular, hitting the market, doing a lot of advertising. Turbo Trusser going to be on Shark Tank in, is it this coming Saturday? Might be in two weeks. I forget. Uh, so I'm having Brian on post Shark Tank so we can talk all about it. I saw him at Hartville. He was very tight-lipped about the whole thing, but he was very hippity-hoppity. And I used my incredible detective skills to say, hey, Brian, you're going out of your way to tell everybody to watch Shark Tank and you can't say anything, which means you probably just got picked up by one of those sharks. Somebody invested in you. Otherwise, would you be going out of your way to say, hey, uh, make sure you tune in, but I can't tell you anything that happened ever time. I think if you're that excited to tell us to tune in, and you can't tell us what happened. Somebody picked you up, but was it a Damon or was it Cubes? Was it Mr. Wonderful? Was it Lori Grenier? I'm excited to see who bought into Turbo Trust. It's really a, a, a very good product. It sold out at Hartville Hardware when I was there a couple weeks ago doing the Grill Fest. So product speaks for itself. I'm just wondering which shark bought into it or if my radar is way off. So Ryan Halasinski from Turbo Trusser, many more in October as well. So stay tuned for that. We will be missing a show uh, the fourth Tuesday of next month. I'll be out of town. So we won't be doing that show. Embedded Correspondence, take note. So we'll be out for that. But otherwise, uh, huge shows lined up in October. I got a lot of email on the podcast feed for Google, the Google podcast app. I think we're going on three weeks. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that thing. I have the right feed being served. I've checked everything. I've consulted with Blueberry uh, Podcast, who does my media hosting. It still shows up fine on every other podcast catcher everywhere with the right logo and everything. But for whatever reason, Google Podcast app has kicked my artwork out that I've had on there for the last six years or however long it's been. Doug, I forget how long it's been since your guy made me that new logo, but ever since then, I uploaded it immediately, and uh, Google Podcast app is pulling the old logo. I don't understand it. I've unsubscribed, I've resubscribed, I've checked the feeds, I've done all this stuff, but I don't know what's going on. So, be patient for crying out loud. I apologize. Hey, guess what? Week 13, we're starting right now. No more fat. Oh, no. 
David McDowell. Now, as I said last week, we started the game. So, we're putting on lean muscle. We're looking to add weight back. We've taken the weight off responsibly. Now we're building up. So, over the next, I'm hoping, 8 to 12 weeks, as much time as I took to loss, now we're going to be building on uh, so I can put on weight. Target for me, 185 pounds. Uh, that would be about 15 to 16 pounds of muscle to put on. Maybe that's a little bit of an overshoot, but we're going to see what we can do. We've already increased the eating in a good way. Uh, we've done now a mix of chicken breast and then dark chicken. We also have added pork. We've also added lean steak. We've added eggs. We've added more times eating throughout the day. And we've made adjustments to add more weight during the workout portion. So everything right, everything responsible, and we will have the results to prove it as I'm tracking each and every week. Go to David Lean's. That's davidleans.com slash bbq. davidleans.com slash bbq. And join me right now. Smoking Joe's Pit Barbecue. Greg's lost so much weight that he looks like a 14-year-old boy. Thank you. You would be happy to know that at 14, I had this kind of stubble as well. Nevertheless, davidleans.com slash bbq. And we are back with the embedded correspondence right after this stick around you're listening to the barbecue central show howard stern jim rome dan patrick and greg rampey the mountain rushmore of talk show entertainment now let's get back to the barbecue central show this portion brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet. Currently available in three sizes with a host of accessories. Whether you are a beginner or you are a professional, definitely cooker you want to add to the arsenal. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. I did want to mention this email before we get to the embedded correspondence. Coming in from Fred Bray in Oregon. Greg, we really like your barbecue sauce. And have made it several times. My question, how long will it stay in the refrigerator and still be safe to use? Enjoy the show and never miss a podcast. Thanks in advance, Fred Bray. So, Fred, A, thank you for your listening patronage and fandom and dedication. And the simple answer is this. When I make my homemade barbecue sauce, and by the way, if you sign up for the newsletter shortly thereafter... You get a thank you email from me that includes a full recipe of Greg's homemade barbecue sauce. Merely a suggestion. Change it up as you want. I think it's pretty good as it sits and hits your email inbox recipe-wise, but you can do whatever you want to it. Obviously, Fred's a fan. I usually make a double batch. I'm usually making it in advance of a fairly large barbecue gathering, so I know... At least half of that is going to be used. But then I also want to make sure there's enough saved so I can use it during the course of the week or the next couple weeks. There's a lot of vinegar in it. There's also vinegar in the ketchup. There's really nothing uh, fresh, per se. Maybe you make your own honey. I, I don't know if that like necessarily goes bad I, quickly. I know there's a lot of sugar in there, uh, natural sugars, of course. Um, there's honey in there. There's some 
garlic powder, onion powder, chili powder. I mean, that's all dried stuff that I get, uh, you know, McCormick's brand or whatever the hell it is that's cheap. And uh, I don't put beer in there anymore. I just use a cup of water. So to me, it's nothing that's great. You can get, uh, to me, it's like a couple months at least. If you're not running through it in a couple months, maybe you're not as big of a sauce guy as you thought you were. But I would say on a hugely conservative side, a couple months and maybe even longer than that. And like anything else, if you're worried, smell it. If it still smells the same as the last time, it's probably not bad. If it smells funky, toss it. Use your nose as the meter of spoilage. If you don't like it, then ditch it. By the way, Doug is right. No liquid smoke. How dare you? Never put that in my barbecue sauce. That's one thing you're not allowed to decide you want to do is put that devil's urine liquid smoke in it. So, uh, Fred, appreciate the email. Thank you for listening and continue on making that sauce. I'm glad you like. All right. Fourth Tuesday of the month. Second hour. Here they are, the embedded correspondents right there. Directly to the side of me on the top is the longest-running embedded correspondent, Doug Scheiding from Texas, replete with Hall of Fame ring on his finger, as I see right there. Did you see it? Let's see it. You got it on, right? Yes, look at that. So yes, anybody looking to get into the Hall of Fame this year, look at you. You're going to be a little blingy there. And then, of course, directly below me, the embedded correspondent from Michigan and the executive producer of the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, John Solberg. John, do you have ring bling too? Or it looks like you're a job site, so you probably left that in the safe, right? I would be rolled if I was wearing that ring. <laughs> of course, they would, would. They, would, <laughs> they would take that in a minute. And yes. it's like, I don't. I, yes. You can't wear anything of value down here. No, never, never. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, to done. Caddy Corner Bottom is the embedded correspondent from the great city of Utah, Rusty Monson, who, of course, has been a guest on the show, which leaves him open for a nomination and potential inclusion into an upcoming Barbecue Central Show's guest hall of fame. Uh, Rusty, how are you this evening? I'm doing awesome. I'm just, uh, I got a graveyard shift tonight, so got to get out of here and go work a graveyard shift tonight. What does that mean, a graveyard shift? That means I go to someone's business who works graveyard shifts and we serve them lunch at 1 a.m. Oh, dear, like a hospital or, you know, something along. Maybe, are you going to uh, Michigan and you're going to be vending to our pal, John Solberg? (laughs) So hey, imagine how cool. look at that. Cool. Yeah, it's a little travel there. All right. So uh we're going to be putting in a new class of the Barbecue Central Show Guest Hall of Fame for those folks who aren't familiar with exactly how this works. Let me set the rules while you guys pull up your lists as I have to do that as well here. So here's how it works out. We're all going to take turns going over our list of five nominated names, names that you feel are worthy enough to be included into a Barbecue Central Show Guest Hall of Fame. You are free to explain why you pick each person, a little background on why that is, an anecdote, a favorite moment on what put you over the edge with this person, whatever you see fit, no rules. After each person has given their list of respective names, there is a chance that we might have unanimous name or names, meaning all four of us have picked the same person or persons. That happens. Those people or person 
automatically make up one, two, three, four, or five of the five people that will be going into this year's Guest Hall of Fame. Now, the chances of that happening, 0%, uh, 1%, 10%. I know Rusty's probably like greater than 50 because he's always Mr. Positivity, but I would say there's not a great chance that we're going to all agree on the five names, but it could be lingering out there. Who knows what's going to happen here in 2022 after the two years that we've had here in the live fire grilling industry. Now, after we do all of this stuff, and we figure out how many autos, if any, we have. With the remaining spots left, we will then begin the additional Hall of Fame deliberations. What does that mean? We will methodically go around the panel, and each person will pick someone off their list that remains and make a case for that particular person. And then we will go back around the remaining voters. So, for instance, Rusty's making a case. We'll go to Doug. Doug will decide, you know what? Yes, I do agree with that name. And then I get the same decision. John gets the same decision. As long as all three of us buy back into Rusty's argument, that person will be included into the Barbecue Hall of Fame, and we will continue to go round and round in that style until we have five people making up the 2022 class of the Barbecue Central Show's Guest Hall of Fame. Any questions? Any concerns? Are we taking guest nominations from the audience? Hell no. However, if you're watching live and there's some people that you think should be in there, just toss them out. Why not? We're always looking for great ideas. Maybe there's somebody that we overlooked. I mean, who knows? Uh, my list is extensive. I started to go back through. I was just typing in years into the search field on the main page and starting to track back through shows, and oh my God, all of a sudden I had an incredible list of names that I completely forgot about, all deserving. So I'm excited to get to it. With the remaining time left in this segment or next segment, we have a fresh list of 100% assurity questions. So for those people that like that portion of our segment, we'll get to that as well. Without any further ado, we'll go to the guy wearing the most succulent T-shirt on the day is tonight in gray and the longest running embedded correspondent from Texas, Doug Scheiding. Doug, give us your list of five and any stories you would like to include uh, with those names. Okay. My getting close to home on the Rempy family, <laughs> I nominate Connie Rempy. Wow, again. You are really I John nominated like he, her last year. Did you? And I agreed with him. Yes. All right. Yeah. I mean, she's been around for is it going on three years or four years at this point? Multiple nominations, like the Leanne Whippin of, uh, of Guest Hall of Fame. We we need to check with the historian and producer John, but she's has been on six best ofs. And that, that may be the highest. That's quite a few. Well, that's, that's a number, no doubt. All right, so Connie Rempe, number one for Doug. First on the list. Yes. All right, next name. Number two, and it has no relation to her emailing me today and letting me know my trademarks are coming through, <laughs> but it's Suzanne 
Moskowitz. Really? She's been on twice and she she explained things in such a way she had great energy. I paid her, I used her, I'm a customer. Uh, I nominate Suzanne Moskowitz. So All right. um, I just really like how how the different perspective of barbecue that we need to look at and that, you know, Daniel DVQ has been promoting and, and professing for a long time as well. I just didn't have an avenue that I thought was reliable. Hmm. And so, yeah, I nominate her. Big fan. Number three. Number three is a good one. <laughs> For, uh, founder of Shake and Bake, Blues Hog, Gateway Drums, eight times on the show and one no-show, mm. and one Ooh. Memphis and May whole hog cook. So yep. I nominate Tim Shear. Tim Shear. Right? Tallest, tallest man in barbecue. Tallest man. Right? All right. So we have Connie Rempe, Suzanne Moskowitz, Tim Shear. That leaves two more for Doug in no particular order, of course. These are just his five. What do we have for number four? Number four is actually someone you nominated last year, and I went back and looked and decide, decided that actually some of the ways that I develop recipes and do things is based on some of his interviews on your show, Jamie Proviance. Oh, all right. Yes. CIA trained, Stanford, yeah. Been been in the barbecue industry for 20-some yes. years. Oh, so so I went I back and looked, listened to one of his, one of his shows, yeah. All right, Sorry. so that's four. Rounding out Doug's five names of nomination. Who's number five? As a longtime listener, and I know this will make John happy, I am going to nominate Kevin Bevington after not nominating <laughs> him last year, but the previous two years. Wow. I still maintain that the, the uh, platform that he offered at the time that you needed it was a uh like a trampoline effect for for the show and it really helped propel it at that particular time mm. and he's a hell of a cook yeah and that was outdoor cooking channel by the way uh, yes from platform wise all right so uh just to quickly recap doug's names are connie rempe suzanne moskowitz tim shear jamie Proviance, kevin bevington i'm not going to say which name but i can already tell you right now doug we share one name in common right now on lists, and I'm just going to leave it at that to tease. Next up, the embedded correspondent from Michigan, currently at work, and the executive producer of the Best Moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, John Solberg. First on the list for nominations, my friend. First on my list of nominations, I'm happy to announce, is Chris Becker. Why is he not already in the Hall of Fame? That's right. Chris Becker, so, of course, yeah. owner of Cooking Pellets. CB, as we call him in the biz. Uh, yeah, that's a, yes. that's a great name. Number two on the list because a constant, long-running fixture of this show, oh. Connie Rempe. Oh, look at that. Connie Rempe has always come to the plate when you were in trouble and filled gaps and so on, <laughs> being a historian of the show. Yes. Very good. My right, number so that's three. two, by the way, for uh, Doug is Connie Rempe. John has Connie Rempe, so... Two there, and Chris Becker like, and Connie Rempe. All right, uh, number three. I, I I understand the hill we're up against on this Connie Rempe thing, but I'm still willing to charge up that hill. Charge up that hill. Charge up that hill. My number three on the list, uh, whether he's popular today or not popular today, is a fixture of the show from the past, oh. Keith Hall. 
<laughs> right? Oh. Like, Come on, that guy was grilling iPads, wow. if you recall back <laughs> in the day, iPhones. So on the Weber that, kettle, that just, yes. The Will yeah, It Burn, it, I think, was their uh, catch segment at that point. Yeah, and that was like in the virgining days of internet barbecue, yeah. if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, my uh, number four, right, is yep. uh, Joe Beelan, Tippy Canoe. Yeah, you uh, spent a lot of time with Joe in the past in yes. the in the heydays, and a great interview, by the way. Always upbeat. Um, at that time when he was competing, a few were as good as him on the competition circuit. I I think there were at least two different times. When I was when he was really competing, and I was interviewing him, where he had strung together four or five wins in a row, a couple different times, and they and a couple of those were like major wins, uh, like the Royal, and um, I don't know if he won the Jack, but uh, some of them were like really big contests. So uh, Joe was an outstanding competition cook, and always showed up for the show, as you had mentioned, uh, a fixture, absolutely. And my number five pick, which is actually my number one pick, oh, which I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die on this hill tonight. Oh. We are gonna get this done tonight. <laughs> I, I we are gonna get this done, and I have a very compelling argument. Oh, right. Donnie Bray, Donnie Bray, Bray Warren County Pork Choppers, right. absolutely needs to be in the Hall of Fame. And when my turn comes back around, I'm going to sell each and every one of you on why that is. All right, so we'll look for John sell job on. Donnie Bray, uh, he's assuming that, well, I guess uh, since Doug didn't mention him right off the bat, he's not going to be an auto qualifier, um, which also uh, shows that the name that Doug and I share in common is not going to be an auto qualifier because John did not say his name. Nevertheless, we go to our reigning embedded correspondent from the great city of Utah, Rusty Monson. All right, Rusty, let's have the first name on your list. Um, so I, I, I wanted really badly to go back and, and dig up the names lost and forgotten, but I gotta be honest with you, Greg, I didn't know we were doing this tonight until very recently. <laughs> um, what's very recently, like 20 minutes ago, it was taking a, it was yesterday. <laughs> so I think you posted on, it was yesterday or today. I can't remember. And, Didn't I send uh, so out yeah. a, a messenger saying this is the month of of uh, Hall you, of Fame? I think you mentioned it like it's coming up. I just I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what are you working? Every day, however, it all worked out because I did have a name on that list list uh, for a while and right. from last year, and I, I don't know why I'm. I'm but I'm not, I'll get to him in a minute. But I think uh, since this person has, uh, I'm a huge fan of her in general, oh. and I loved when she was on the show, and she's no longer. Uh, a part of the barbecue world in the way that we want her to, and I don't want her to be forgotten. So I'm going to nominate Emily Detweiler. Oh, all right. Awesome. I didn't see that one coming. Uh, she's awesome, and I don't want her to get lost in the you know the shuffle yeah. down the road. Oh yeah. Um, another one, just because I just listened to the episode, and I forgot how how much I like the interviews and and listening to it. And I'm really into pizza lately, like big time. So I'm going to say Matt Frampton. Mm, yes, yeah, like that. The urban and another slicer, one, yeah. Who I really like listen to all the time and had on and on my show and just really like him. And you mentioned him earlier today. But I think Mark Williams should be on there. I think he'll be a staple of the show coming forward. I think he has been in the past, and uh, I think he's an awesome interview and he's fun. And you learn a lot from him. Yes. Great, great knowledge of barbecue. Swine life barbecue. So right now, Rusty has Emily Detweiler, Matt Frampton, Urban Slicer, and Mark Williams from 
Swine Life Barbecue, so that means he's got two more before I get to my five. So give me the closing two here, Rusty. And the one I had from a long time ago, just because I'm such a big fan, I, I listened to the interview a while back for the very first time, and I really liked it. And I wish you could get him on more, but he's far too popular. And he's he's in the front of the show, but Gary V. Oh. I think he should be in there. He's a, he's he's yeah, every time you yeah, listen to it, yeah, every time you mouth that you mouth that you know so I think it's he's kind of a staple that's actually the name I have on my list for a long time so this that one was more thought out um, and, and then I always have to have a goofy one right one that uh, I think that should go in and I'm being serious about it but it's a little off the wall but um, as a fan of the show back in the day I nominated your your daughter once but I want to nominate them as a, as a group the Rempy sisters I don't know if that's possible. But that's, I always had so much fun listening to them do the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the idol shows. And I, the, those guys cracked me up a ton. Mm. So, all right. The Rempy like Girls as a, as a collective, the Rempy Girls. And you know what? I don't know about this Connie thing, but you know what? If, if you just want to change that, that that's fine too. But I'm going to stick with the Rempy well, Girls. Well, I don't want to change anything. These are your nominations that you've obviously worked tirelessly on. So if you would rather yeah, switch one or the other, I mean, that's certainly up to you. Yeah, no, it's great. Stick with it. Stick with the Rampy Girls. Let's do it. All right. Yeah, Very big. good. Now, I have names myself, and I have gone through the existing names in the Guest Hall of Fame, and here's where we're at in no particular order. I couldn't believe this guy wasn't in it. He's been on the show uh, probably uh, at least seven times, uh, maybe eight times, uh, trending all the way back to when the show was originally a podcast before we went live. And then he's also been on live covering various wins. A lot of Memphis and May wins. Anybody ever heard of Chris Lilly from Big Bob Gibson? Not in the guest hall of fame. If you can believe it or not, I went through all of the years, especially 2018, that uh, included a whole bunch of names. That was the year we put in the slew of people. And then obviously very easy to go back and check subsequent years. But Chris Lilly from Big Bob Gibson is not in the guest hall of fame, but I am making a nomination for him this evening. Uh, number two, also huge winner at Memphis in May when he was really doing it. Also owner of an operator, uh, a, a operator of a really popular barbecue restaurant called the 17th Street Barbecue Restaurant. Somebody who I've interviewed three times on the show, the legend Mike Mills. Although posthumously, but uh, Mike Mills. Uh, all three times were great interviews, and especially the last interview I did with him where I sat live in person at the MBBQA in Fort Worth, Texas, probably going on four or five years ago at this point. I forget. I saw Doug there, uh, too. That's where he got his shirt. And I sat down with Mike Mills right across from me and got his life story on barbecue and how he got into the whole thing and how it was always a second job. This It was never his first job. He never thought he was going to be doing it full-time until eventually he figured it out he was really pretty good at it and decided to transition more into it, but never gave up the original business which was what? Falsies. Fake teeth. Like, that's what he did. He was a, a, a dental guy by trade. So, And he kept that business, which was a mile or two away from 17th Street, open until the day he passed away. Maybe it's still open. I don't know. Uh, but Mike Mills is my second nomination. Number three, going back in time. 
Well, this guy was competing. Few were as dominant that he was. He was part of a barbecue family, a competition family, of course, uh, hailing from a state that was producing at this time some of the top barbecue competition talent. Scott Nelson from Pigskin Barbecue. His dad was part of uh, Iowa's screaming. Uh, what was his dad, Doug? You remember his dad? Iowa. Absolutely. It's, it's uh, uh, oh, Kathy and Steve Nelson. Yes. Uh, what was their team name? Oh. It was something Iowa was screaming. Uh, I forget. I, oh, oh, I, oh! Uh, Girls gone wild. Girls gone was wild. Steve. Iowa. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it was Steve. Sorry, yeah. I thought I thought I, th I thought you were talking about Scott. Yeah, no. I don't remember his, yeah. his so team. Scott name. Nelson, number three for me. Uh, been on the show a yes, number sir. of times. Huge energy winner. Uh, never held anything back. Always brought value to the show. So I would like to nominate him. Number four, and in common with Doug. So another another thing. Uh, necessary to add to this, Tim Shear, Shake and Bake Barbecue. Longevity of the show. Uh, one of the things that sticks with me the most about Tim Shear was when he came on after the passing of uh, Bill Arnold and talked about the relationship he had with him. It was uh, very emotional for him. Uh, a couple times he uh, was right on the verge of breaking down, but uh, was able to muscle through it and, and keep it together and um, on the strength of that alone, I think that was good, but he has uh, served this show for many, many years in, in a great way and and uh, very successful uh, in this whole situation as well. So Tim Shearer is number four. Number five, and I can't believe he's not in either. He's been in many times. He's supported the show for many years. He's uh, founder of a great uh, cooker company, Noah Glanville, Pit Barrel Cooker. Number of great interviews and... Uh, the thing with Noah is if you're not really paying attention to what he's saying, like he is the one that really scooped this whole inventory thing that was going to be happening this year in September of last year when we were talking about, he just kind of brought it up very nonchalantly. We didn't really spend a lot of time on it, but he had mentioned that that's something that you're going to want to be looking at. He thinks that inventory is going to be building as we turn into the year and the bottom is going to be, he was calling the bottom dropping out before anybody else even knew about it. Anybody else even thought about it, uh, which speaks to his level of interview. And so that's Noah Glanville from Pit Barrel Cook. So that's the five. What's the good news? Our lists are really good. What's the bad news? No automatic qualifiers. Get that big stuff out of here. Which means, boys, we're going to be doing a little selling here this evening. And we're going to do that right after we get back from doing a little piece of business, as we say here in the biz. Bub and Mothers. I think we're finishing out with them here at the end of the month. So, so many people look at the passing of Labor Day as the end of all things summer. Yet, some of the nicest barbecue weather still to come. Indian summer brings a lot of warm weekends to gather, grill, watch football, and Bub and Mothers can bring the flavor you and your guests deserve. Not only is it 100% natural, it has less salt than many of the bottles that you'll find on most shelves. Less salt means you can add more flavor by adding more rub and not worrying about oversalting your meats and side dishes. More spice, less salt also means these rubs go a lot further, last longer, and are a better overall value. How about some new ideas on what to use? 
Okay, head on over to bubbinmothers.com and click the What's Cooking link. There you'll find recipe ideas for the rubs, including making your own barbecue sauce, wings that bite back, their soon-to-be-famous redneck aioli, and their barbecue margarita, just to name a few right now until they run out. Everyone who orders a four-pack of their rubs, just $24.95, can get a special T-shirt absolutely free. Just enter the code B, the number four, go. That's B, the number four, go in the promo box at checkout and tell them what shirt and what size in the note box and they'll ship it along with you. And remember, every purchase creates an added donation to the veteran charity. As a veteran-owned company, they're proud of their service and continued support of all who wear the uniform. Bub and Mother's Downey's Dinner Dust made with real maple crystals and fresh roasted espresso and their Honey and Heat, adding honey crystals and chipotle. Both create flavors that only your taste buds can appreciate. That's bubandmothers.com. That's B-U-B, the letter M, N-U-T-H-A-S.com. Bubandmothers.com. Buy the four-pack. Tell them what shirt you want and the size. Be the number four and go at checkout. All right, we're back to make arguments and devise a 2022 Barbecue Central Show's Guest Hall of Fame list. Next, stick around. Be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Let's get back to a guy who has more experience giving you his opinion than he actually has cooking. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. Head on over there right now, smithfield.com, for recipes as well as tips and tricks from well-known live fire cooks like Darren Worth, Jess Pryles, Charles Cridlin. Mouthwatering flavor, no artificial ingredients. Smithfield Fresh Pork is quite simply some of the finest pork money can buy. It's a trusted choice of top cooks for use in competitions and at home. That's smithfield.com. And we're rejoined by the embedded correspondents here. So, as I said, we have a great list. Maybe this is my favorite individual number of lists that we've ever had in the four years that we've been doing this. Remember, it started in 2018, and here we are in 2022. So, uh, the bad news is we didn't come up with auto qualifiers, which means we got to start from scratch and go one to five, which I think we can do in fairly short order. Uh, you know, all these names are pretty great. So, uh, we'll start with Rusty. Rusty, pick a name that you feel most passionate about. And remember, it was Emily Detweiler, Matt Frampton, Mark Williams, Gary Vaynerchuk, and the Rempy Girls. So of those five, pick the one you feel most passionate about and sell us so we can decide if they're in or not. I think if I had to pick one, it'd be Emily Detweiler just because she was such a big part of the KCBS, uh, you know, uh, recently and uh, always a great interview. And she's, you know, been on the show quite often, not in, in this S and in the KCBS and and beyond. So I think that, uh, she deserves to be there. Um, she's super fun to listen to and she's a great person. And, uh, I just don't want to see her get lost in, in history of the barbecue central show. All right. So Rusty is most passionate about Emily Detweiler. Any one of us can kill that in just one second. We'll go directly across from Rusty to the embedded correspondent from Michigan, John Solberg. Yay or nay on Emily Detweiler making it into the guest hall of fame this year? 
I can get behind that. I, I think Rusty has a great, compelling argument, and I, it's, I didn't even consider Emily, and I'm almost embarrassed that I've never considered her in one of these lists. <laughs> so I'm with Rusty on this one. I think that's a good call. Oh, all right. And we will go to the longest-running embedded correspondent, Doug Scheiding from Texas. Emily, yes or no? Wow, that's a tough one. I looked her up 11 times on the show, which is quite a long time. Now, how many... <laughs> How many with Smithfield and how many with KCBS? Is it nine to two? True. Eight to three? Uh, I actually did look at that, but it doesn't I matter. I mean, no, you know, but from I think a, from I, a guess, but yeah. Yeah, it's probably nine, nine to two. And, you know, Smithfield was, was a big supporter of the show and probably a lot, you know, due to, you know, due to a lot of the things that she did behind the scenes. So, so I've got to take one off my list then. And I would say that your list is a pretty tough list um, to compete against. Um, I could get, I could get by behind Emily Detweiler. Yeah. So that puts puts, oh. puts us in a box. That's oh dear, oh dear is All what right. you say to that. All right. So Doug is in. John is in. Rusty is the one that made the sale. And now. Sorry, Rusty. Get that big stuff out of here. Sorry. I, I, I don't disagree that someday she'll be in, but I'm not feeling it this year. There's many more qualified names that showed up between all of your lists uh, over Emily Detweiler. No disrespect, um, but uh, I, can't, I can't get behind it in 2022. So pick another name, Rusty, and we'll get back to you for you to argue with and uh, we'll go to John. John, let's have a name and I think we know which one it's going to be. We'll go from here. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't, I, I am fairly confident in saying that as far as listening to your show over all the years, I am highly, I'm a highly qualified listener. <laughs> I have had almost the five most. years. <laughs> We're rolling up on five years of digging back through these archives. Yep. I will honestly say with all my heart, if I have to pick one segment, which is the best segment that has ever been on the Barbecue Central show in the history of the Barbecue Central show, wow. I want you to go back to December 17th of 2013. Donnie Bray came on your show and talked about the team of the year race from the back end of that race, from a man who had fought it out, slugged it out, and choked and came on that show with all of his heart and all of the passion and laid it on the on the floor like it was so much bigger than barbecue it was you know man versus man it was man versus it was it was that segment go back to december 17 2013 even if even if donnie doesn't get in this year go listen to that segment keep it in context i'm emotionally moved by that segment and because of that Short piece of time, Donnie Bray needs a spot in this Hall of Fame. All right, so John has gone to the bat for Donnie Bray. I remember that uh, interview, by the way, uh, specifically as well. And I believe that, was that a best of at some point too, John? Or not a yet? Absolutely, it yeah. was a best of. Right. And that's where I discovered that segment. And I, I, I'm, I'm almost emotionally moved by it right now. It is that compelling. Let's slide over to Rusty from Utah. Rusty, yay or nay on, oh, this is going to rhyme, yay or nay on Donnie Bray. That did rhyme. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I, you know, I trust John's instincts. I don't, I've never, I've never heard it. I don't know who he is. 
surprise, right? Um, so I think I, but he's so adamant about it. And as like the lead historian of the show, I'm just going to go with it, man. I'm trusting you, John. Damn it. I'm trusting you. It's a man you can trust, of course. Uh, Doug, yay or nay on Donnie Bray? Are we voting for to vote him in right now, or yes, we're going to right. talk about them all? Okay. Yep. No, we're, so each one of us are going to we're, we're picking one that we want to go to the mat for, and we'll vote on those, and then we'll pick the next name if we have to go, you know, all the way back around. So one at a time. So we're voting Donnie Bray in, or we're not. I agree with John. Uh, he, he is the historian of the show, and if he feels that they need to be in, Donnie Bright. And I and I remember it respecting him from when he was on from years past. So, yes. I'm with it. All right. So, Doug is in. John has made the, the pitch. Rusty is in uh, just solely trusting John's passionate sales plea, which shows John's salesmanship, which immediately throws caution over to me being a sales guy because John is an incredible pitchman. Uh, look, I'm the guy that interviewed him. I've interviewed him a number of times. He is an elite competition cook. He always showed up on the show to talk about his biggest wins and his biggest, as John said, chokes. 100%. He's a absolute. Donnie Bray is the first guy or person into the 2022 Barbecue Central Show's guest Hall of Fame, uh, unquestionably. And uh, let's see. I'm going to tell you on my additional list i have donnie bray in my uh bullpen of list which is extensive by the way so now i can undo him because he is now in all right uh let's go to doug give us a name the most important name on your list that you want to see in the hall of fame this year i want to see connie rimpey and John helped make my sale last year as well as this year. She came forward a lot of times when you had that open segment. Who came who came on the show that night to kind of fill that open open segment? Which now we so love because you you rant and ramble and and, and bring in up other topics and videos and stuff. But Connie Rimpy during the 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 growth of the show and six best ofs, that's actually when I looked. One more than Chris Lilly. So I still maintain she may be in contention. Stuff yet to be shown, but I I would like to see Connie Rempe in. All right. So Doug is voting for Connie Rempe, a.k.a. my mommy. Uh, let's slide below to Rusty Monson from the great city of Utah. Connie Rempe, yay or nay? She's your mom? Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> that was your wife, bro. I don't know what the hell these people are. Um, Becky is my wife. Mom, bro. Put your mom in. Put your mom in. Put your mom in. Uh, just like that? She's your mom. Put your mom in. Rusty, I'm gonna go out. <laughs> Rusty, I'm gonna go out on a limb. Last time I did this, it blew up in my face. I don't think you've heard one segment my mom's ever been on. Not one. Not a single one. But <laughs> she's your mom. Fifty percent right. Fifty percent wrong. All right. Uh, John. Are you in for Connie Rempe or out for Connie Rempe uh, now in hindsight? 
Connie Rempe has been on my list as long as we have been doing this guest hall of fame, and she will continue to stay on my list forever after you poo-poo her tonight. That's all I'm Ever. saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so John is in. Uh, Doug has made the case for my mom. Uh, John has backed up, and Rusty blindly following uh, the rest of the uh, gents here on the dais this evening, which once again... Uh, I am left with bringing the hammer down or allowing it. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder where this is going to go. All right. I didn't see that one coming, but uh, Connie Rempe is in for the 2022 Barbecue Central Show's Guest Hall of Fame. I think you were all looking for this one. I think you were all looking for this one. Right? <laughs> That's what you're yes. looking for. Yeah. All right. So uh, now we're two. So uh, Doug has made his case. I shot down Rusty. Uh, now it's my turn. Um, first on the list for me, Chris Lilly. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else he's got to do. Uh, I can't believe he wasn't put in in 2018 as we were going through uh, a, a semi-recurring guest or even a one-off guest. Uh Absolutely legendary interviews, um, just like I did the one with Mike Mills at MBBQA. I sat down with Chris Lilly at MBBQA and did a semi-retrospective of his. We didn't dig all the way back through the beginner stuff that every other podcast asked him about, but it was an incredibly uh, insightful and enlightening interview even then after I had already interviewed a bunch of times. Uh, so getting to sit with him in person was absolutely fabulous. And uh, we text from time to time, but... When you go back through and listen to his interviews, they were great and they were always timely and important and something major was happening. No BS, uh, just uh, great interviews. So uh, I can't see how Chris Lilly uh, hasn't already been in it, but he should be in in 2022. So that's my sale. John, yay or nay? Absolutely, and I can't believe he's not already. I know, I can't believe it. I'm embarrassed that we have overlooked it. But of course, as Doug said, 80% of your list is our absolute winners. So we got you're doing some homework for us in the future. All right, uh, let's go to Rusty Chris Lilly. Yay or nay? Yeah, that's crazy, man. That guy's that guy's awesome. I love him. We had him on the show, and he spent like 45 minutes talking to me. Uh, about the restaurant business and stuff. And he took a lot of time that night to help us out. Great dude. Love him. Absolutely. All right. Uh, and then to close it out, I don't want to say anything's a lead pipe lock, but I feel pretty good here. Doug, yay or nay on Chris Lilly? I, I, some of me, why does some of me want to see you bring the hammer down? Because I'm a masochist? I don't know. But uh, yay or nay on Chris <laughs> Lilly? <laughs> Actually, he's been on the show 10 times, five best ofs, one behind Connie, so that you know, could mean that he. We're done selling Connie. Whoever created, yeah, yeah, wh whoever <laughs> created the list in the beginning, and we didn't put Chris Lillian needs to be banned uh, and fired from the show. So that would be three of the four of us. Goodbye, everybody. He's in. Yeah, he's wow. in. All right, Chris Lilly is in. Well, we're we're making good time here, folks. Um, we have Donnie Bray, we have Connie Rempe, we have Chris Lilly in, which means there are two open spots so we go back to whence it started rusty name and make the sale 
I'm just going to say Gary V because he's a freaking legend. And sometimes you go to Barry V competitions and there's only five teams, but you win, but you don't tell people that, you know, you got that win right now. You have this dude from 2013. That's a legend. Now you just put him on there and say, hell yeah, he's on there. You don't have to ask. And it's a, and in the video, if you watch it, by the way, Greg, you look like you're going to beat me up for my lunch money. But um, it's it's a cool interview. Gary V is a badass, and the fact you had him on his show is like to me, I kind of like knowing you. You know, you know Gary V is kind of cool to me. So I was just like, hell yeah, that guy's a legend. Put him in. All right, Gary Vaynerchuk is Rusty's second nomination that he's going to the mat for. Doug, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, yes or yes or no? By the way, on the show, not once, but twice. The first one is gone, uh, like lost in the archives. I would actually have to pull it down from the internet somewhere. But uh, you hear the second one. The first one was actually done through phone, a little less uh, audio quality. But that's where that was the one where you got the sound bites from. Uh, the one talking about Lavernius, the one talking about Charbono in the second hour Charbonneau. bumpers, all that stuff. So he's been on not once, but twice. Probably makes me a little cooler in your eyes, Rusty. Uh, go ahead, Doug. Yes or no on Gary Vaynerchuk? Was was part of the sale that he's like a big superstar now? Oh, he's a, he's a megastar right now. He's a megastar. Oh, yeah. Exactly my yeah. point. Yeah, if megastar. we put him in, it is no different than KCBS putting in Guy Fieri for news and PR, etc. I say no. <laughs> All right. Well, that kills it right there. Now we go to John. John, give us another name. By the way, Rusty, I was with you 100%. I was going to let Gary Vaynerchuk it's, in there, it's, of course. It's just to get into his head. That's all right. No problem. Uh, John, a name you're going to the mat for times two. Chris Becker, Cooking Pellets. Great guest every time he's on the show. Nothing to do with his sponsorship of the show. and Nothing. Just you, you, He's entertaining. He's fun. He's upbeat. He's positive. He knows his business. Mm -hmm. Chris Becker all day long. All right. Chris Becker is John's pick. Rusty, yay or nay on Chris Becker? Man, stop going to me second after these. Like, I don't know these okay, people. Okay, hold on. on. <laughs> Doug, yay or nay on Chris Becker? Uh, I missed that, Doug, again. Oh, well, yeah, it helps to turn on the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm no. I'm saving you, Rusty. No. Oh, thank you. That's no. no for Chris Beck. I'm uh, looking down my list real quick. No, okay. Uh, Doug, give me a name, and we go again. I'm going to go back to Tim Shear, the tallest man in barbecue. He's been involved in barbecue in, in many dif different aspects, and now he's carrying on the, the tradition of the Blues Hog. And what they've been, you know, been doing in, at, at Memphis in May is unheard of. And we, you know, I think we all agreed that it was the, one of the greatest coups of all time. And I just kind of like the one no-show, too, that kind of throws it in there of, of the karma. And uh, that's uh, – I, I just think – he, he's been a great part of the show early on, and he continues to be. John, yay or nay on Tim Shear? No, absolutely 100% no. Wow. Until I roll over into the grave. Wow, 100% no. All right, well, I was with you, Doug. I was uh, I was good on uh, Tim Shear there. Uh, now it comes back to me. Uh, by the way, we're getting uh, all kinds of uh, fire here this evening, which I love. Uh, so... Second name for me 
is going to be Noah Glanville, Pit Barrel Cooker. Uh, many times on the show as a guest, uh, outside of any sponsorship that he does, has been uh, A, insightful, B, uh, brought a certain amount of levity to each, uh, self-deprecating, which I certainly like. His wife uh, filled in uh, one time when he wasn't able to, when she was a delight, although she wouldn't be getting in. Uh, but just uh, something to add to the Noah mystique. And, of course, all the business stuff that he does and uh, the, the charity work, whatnot, um, all uh, outside of what we're talking about here. But uh, I think Noah Glanville has routinely been a great guest and has been on this show for 10-plus uh, years and, and maybe even longer than that. So Noah Glanville is my second option. John, yay or nay on Pit Barrel Cookers, Noah Glanville. Put him in. Send him a ring. He's in. Doug Scheiding, yay or nay on Noah Glanville? That was one I hadn't thought of, and I'm surprised we hadn't as well. Oh. I would say yes. All right. Wow. Well, Rusty, it's all on your shoulders. You didn't want to go second. Now you are the make or break. That's nope. crazy to me because he's like Tim Shear light. You know what I'm saying? Tim Shear is like the uh, he's the best and uh dude, does dude, what dude. That i just gotta say something here yeah i don't think you want to say he's tim sheer light because he's like special ops army could kill all of us with his pinky without even thinking about it not tim sheer light uh and he brought the drum smoker first into the market and has the patent and intellectual property to prove it. And uh, I'm just leaving it there, just so we're all aware of all that information. And that's the only reason I'm going to say yes. Because <laughs> he can kill us all. <laughs> that's right. So we're not, being, we're not being intimidated. We're not being intimidated here, but we could all die if we don't have Noah Glanville in. All right, so we're right there. We have four. Donnie Bray. We have Connie Rempe. We have Chris Lilly. We now have Noah Glanville. We're going back to Rusty, who was 0 for 2. Give us a third name on that list, Rusty, and please make an impassioned effort. Um, I'm going to say Mark Williams, just because I think, uh, like I said, he's such a great cook, such a great dude, and every time he's on the show, you always learn something from that guy. He always has something to say, and he's like, I think... Uh, he's super entertaining and he brings a lot to everything. And I, I think he's going to be a big part of barbecue going forward. Mm -hmm. And if we don't do it now, we're going to do it later. So we might as well do it now because uh -huh. Mark Williams is on the rise and he will be a no brainer next year. So let's show how smart we are and put him in now. Oh, Rusty with a very impressive sales pitch. I'm just trying to figure out which one I want to go to first. Uh, Doug, yay or nay on Mark Williams from Swine Life? That's a tough one. I kind of agree with Rusty from the standpoint of getting ahead, but no, there's at least one or two other people, so I'm saying no. John, you're saying no too, I would imagine. I am saying no. Yeah. Okay. Great, great pitch, Rusty, but no. Yeah. Best pitch so far, Rusty. You're gonna get there. I can feel it. Uh John, next name. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull one off of Rusty's list. Oh, I'm going to do it right now. I'm, I'm calling an audible. And if, if Rusty would have made this pick just a second ago, I think he'd have a better shot. Matt Frampton. 
Absolutely, Mad Frampton. Mad Frampton is a super strong player that I have overlooked. So I am going to Rusty's list if I could do that, and I'm saying let's put Mad Frampton in here and mm. close this out strong. Mm. All right. Uh, so John, oh God, John is making the pitch for Matt Frampton calling an audible and intercepting one of Rusty's nominations. Uh, Rusty, I would assume. You're going to back up John on that nomination? Just that dude is legit. Hell yeah. I'm down. Totally down. Douglas, yay or nay on Matt Frampton? That's a tough one. It was a good pitch, and he's been on 11 times, but I'm going to say no because I have one other person I want to vote for. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I was going to go with a no on that one, too, and I love Matt Frampton, and I hope he doesn't listen to this. But uh, I can see him getting in uh, next year. He's also on my bullpen list as well. Uh, all right, so Doug, you're next. I'm going to pick someone off your list. My list that I think deserves. Yes, I'm. I'm doing. I'm going to follow in John's footsteps. All right, and I'm going to pick. I am going to pick Mike Mills because I was there at MBBQA and I remember what a kind of an emotional uh, event it was and, and interview that you did with him. And I actually hadn't met him until that show, uh, you know, the, the conference there in Fort Worth and couldn't have been a nicer guy. Everything that he's done for barbecue, um, I think we would be remiss if we didn't include him and honor him. Here we go. This could close out the class of 2022 and would be our first uh, posthumous uh, 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 inductee into the guest hall of fame here. Rusty, yay or nay on Mike Mills? He's literally my barbecue hero, so hell yes. Oh. John, if it's no, it's no, and don't be ashamed. Yay or nay on Mike Mills? We should all be ashamed that Mike Mills is not in our hall of fame already, and I'm actually embarrassed. So I wish we would have got this done while he was here. So I'm 100% behind it, and again, embarrassed that we haven't done this. And I totally agree. It's on my list, so of course I would back that up. Uh, gentlemen, we have done it 100%ly, and it took a little longer than I thought, because I thought we'd have at least one auto qualifier, and after hearing Doug's uh, list first, I thought we were on that track. But as it sits here this evening, the class... The Barbecue Central Show Guest Hall of Fame 2022 inductees are as follows. Donnie Bray of Warren County Pork Chopper fame, at least on this show. My mom, Connie Rempe, who birthed me, which is obviously her most crowning achievement ever. Number three, Chris Lilly, <laughs> Big Bob Gibsons, who has showed up here a number of times, and I think we were all surprised he wasn't in. Number four, Noah Glanville is in from Pit Barrel Cooker, and rounding out the five is the guy known simply as the legend and i agree with john i'm surprised this is uh, like chris somebody that hadn't been in in years past uh, mike mills of 17th street barbecue fame so guys we've done it and we're 10 minutes almost over time so we will save the 100 assurity questions until next month where they may or may not be as timely so i might have to refresh them over the course of the month but nevertheless we still have time for promotion, promotion. So as we turn out here and end the show, Doug, anything coming up that you would like to promote or talk about? 
Uh, several, as much to your surprise, several recent appearances on baseball and barbecue, and I'm cooking at the Huntington Beach Wine Festival, November 12th. Wow. So if you're around, give me DM me on Instagram and let's talk. Did you uh, did you hook up with our Dennis Busso pal in Colorado? He had, there was an electrical outage and he had to work all night. And I, oh and we, no! Yeah, he had to work all Saturday. Yes, oh. I did not. But thank you. I would be remiss. I did meet in person and i've talked to you on the phone many times email james award winner adrian miller came out to oh. uh, enjoy my barbecue nice yes. all right well that's great uh john anything you are promoting or want to talk about here as we lead out this evening as always check out the best moments of the barbecue central show in 10 minutes or less coming to your podcast feed this friday and if you want to get a hold of me, you know, you can get me at John J.O. and John at the BBQCentralShow.com. And if I didn't do a good enough promoting it in the top of the first or top of the second hour, Firehouse Barbecue, someone named Mary Berry and a fry, a flying brisket and the cops are called all to be revealed on this week's Best Moments show. Rusty, anything to promote or talk about here before we let you go this evening? Yeah, you guys can listen to the Pitmasters podcast. We just had Jack Carlisle on. He's a pizza master. That was a good, that was a good episode. I listened to the whole thing when I was uh, running the other day. Yeah, it's a good one. We have uh, Steve Conaway this Thursday talking about steak. He just won the cha- the West Coast Championship, so he talks about that. It's going to be a good one. All right. Uh, so uh, to the direct right of mine, if you're looking at the screen, the longest-running embedded correspondent, Doug Scheiding from Texas, the pitmaster of Rogue Cookers. Directly below me is the pitmaster of... Oh, I'm sorry, the pitmaster, the uh, embedded correspondent from Michigan, and he's also the executive producer of the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Woo-hoo. And then down and caddy to me is none other than the embedded correspondent from the great city of Utah, Rusty Monson from Salt City Barbecue and the corresponding trailer. Gents, always appreciate the time. I thank you humbly for suffering through the getting through the list of Barbecue Central Guest Hall of Famers, but we've done it again, and next September, we will rejoin and go through this process again. I bid you all a fondue. There they are, the embedded correspondents right there. So if you're tuning in late and you're wondering who is in the 2022 Guest Hall of Fame this year, Donnie Bray, Connie Rempe, Chris Lilly, Noah Glanville, and Mike Mills make your five inductees into the Guest Hall of Fame this year. Before we leave, I have one more thing to tell you about. What do I love? Cigars, yes, but I also love watches. That's right. Vortic watches I love specifically. Back in the day, watches were made to be worn in the pocket. Seems like nonsense, right? But after World War II, the wristwatch came into vogue. And the pocket watch quickly became an afterthought, finding its way into sock drawers and scrap heaps. And that's a tragedy. Enter Vortec Watch Company, helping bridge the gap between America's storied watch manufacturing past, bringing it to the present day, where pocket watches are now fashioned into high-quality and attractive wristwatches. Here's the coolest part. Each watch that Vortec makes is unique and one-of-a-kind. No one will have the same watch that you have. Vortec, founded on the motto that America wasn't assembled, it was built. Check out Vortec 
Watches.com for more information or to see what's currently available for sale. And the inventory is building now that they're in that new facility, so that's great. Again, that's Vortic, V-O-R-T-I-C, Vortic Watches.com. Follow them on their social media and be ready to buy when you see something you like because they go quick. We're back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. All right, welcome back. We thank the embedded correspondents once more for joining us last segment and coming up with the 2022 Barbecue Central Show's Guest Hall of Fame class. Donnie Bray, Connie Rempe, Chris Lilly, Noah Glanville, and Mike Mills posthumously. What a list. And again, I was a little surprised that we didn't have any auto qualifiers, but nonsense. We have a huge and strong list. We'll be trying to get all those folks that are still with us on the show here over the next weeks and months to talk about what getting into the Guest Hall of Fame means to them which I'm sure is life-changing to say the least. All right, let's go ahead and make tracks out of here all the way back in the first hour. We were talking with Stephen Reichlin, a monthly guest. We talked about the Planted Barbecue stuff. We talked about how to do a clam bake on a grill. And then we talked about his 2022 trends to see what he was hitting on. Surprisingly, he hit on all of them. After Stephen, Derek Riches made his monthly appearance. We talked about the thoughts and evaluation of an electric grill that he's using. We also talked about the emergence of the new combo grills that are coming out, Offset and Pellet Cooker. And then in the second hour, the Embedded Correspondents joined me as we put in our class of 2022 Guest Hall of Famers. If you missed anything and you're just tuning in now, podcast will be out for the second hour on Thursday, but video archives will happen as soon as the show ends on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube, so get it there. Big show playing for you next week, as always. So how do I always leave you? September 11, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. Hi, this is Gene Acasella from Port St. John, Florida, and you're listening to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show.